Hi, welcome to Coffee Quality Institute's podcast, where we talk about specialty coffee and more specifically, how we understand and communicate about it. My name is Kim Ta, the Products Manager at CQI. This podcast highlights attributes from the SA Cupping Forum, led by our knowledgeable pool of AQ instructors. Today, the attribute is body. First, I'm going to have my guests introduce themselves, and then we'll jump right in. Hello, uh, this is Damon Chen. I'm from Taiwan, and uh, I have been Q instructor for eight years. Hi, everybody. My name is Adi Prajeka. I came from Indonesia, where we actually grow coffee. Uh, and I've been an, a Q instructor for, huh, hold on, five years, four years? I don't know. I'm not really that good at math. <laughs> Thank you, Addy. Okay, so body. What is body? So when we talk about body, uh, for some people it's like the important stuff, uh, but we'll get back to that later. So body is our perception on the thickness of the coffee. It's not just the thickness, but it's also the texture of mm -hmm. the coffee. We not only evaluate how thick it is or how weak it is, but we also want to look and we want to write down whether it's soft, whether it's uh, rough, or some people like to call it whether it's round or not. And Damon? I'm agree with what he said, and uh, I think uh, body also important to people or copper because it's you can know the extraction, you can know the green coffee freshness uh, will affect it by roasting and the dose will affect the, the body in the cup. I see. So well, what is confusing about body to students? In my, stud in my class, some students only thinking about body is just uh, thick mm -hmm. or or thin. They don't realize they also uh, need score based on the texture, mm. which means is or mouthfeel is silky or roughness. Yeah, that, that I could see that's important. And Addy? Well, the one that some of my students always get confused is most of them think that if the body is thick, the score must be high. Or if the body is soft, low, the, the texture must be low. So basically with the body, the strength doesn't mean it, the strength doesn't correlate to the score. It's just a, the way we make notes on the, on the body. Mm -hmm. uh, because body is like, as I mentioned earlier, is that basically it's between the strength and also the texture. When I explain students a body, I usually like to tell them, just thinking about the water, uh, juice, factory milk, whole milk, yogurt. You can you, you can realize the intensity from light to thick, mm -hmm. and uh, if you want to experience like what is silky or what is roughness, you, you probably you can try to add some grapes, yes, smash it grape seed into water or liquid, and then compare compare it with add add a grape seed and uh, without add. add. The next point is, so how does body apply to the essay cupping form and to scoring? 
Well, basically, body is just like one out of ten of uh, components we look at on the cropping form. We can say that it's really important because it's just one of the ten. Mm -hmm. But it's important to note because uh, different coffee, different processing will have their own characteristics. And as, as Damon mentioned earlier, you can tell whether the coffee is being treated well or treated badly also from the body. Expand on that a little, Addy. Okay. Well, just say for uh, a coffee that is being processed wet hull, something that Indonesian have a lot. Most of the wet hull coffee usually have a, a thicker body, bigger body, compared mm -hmm. to the fully washed one. If you do wet hull improperly, badly, mm -hmm. you're going to get this a lot of roughness mm -hmm. on, on your coffee. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be nice. It's like you're actually sucking up uh, sandpaper, mm -hmm. not rice, right? Right. If you have, a, just say, a beautiful Ethiopian coffee, fully washed, uh, dry hulled, your body is going to be like not that big. Mm -hmm. But it's going to be silky, it's going to be nice. And that's why we also have to make notes on the texture and not only the, the strength. That's a good point. And Damon? And I want to share how I teach students to score body. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I usually tell them, usually, when you scoring body in copy form, usually, High a thicker usually better than thin, silky better than rough. So you have to consider both uh, parameter. And uh, another important things when you score the the body, remember don't score it at high temperature, mm -hmm. because at high temperature the the liquid the usually always you 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 see it's usually body always light at high temperature and it, that's because the molecule distance and at high temperature it's more loose so it, it, that is one of the reason okay. so you should you should rate it at the maybe second round of the seed and Addy, do you have anything to add actually damon put in a a good perspective that on the cupping form you cannot do everything at one set you have to do it in, in several sets because some of these components, some of these things, they appear better as the temperature cools down and as the coffee actually seep out more characteristics. I agree. Okay. So I guess if we're good, let's move on to specific anecdotes or stories that you have about this attribute. Maybe something that sticks, stands out to you as instructors that you recall that really either helped student understand better how to score body or maybe that they completely missed the initial sort of lesson and then somehow you got them there so so anything you would like to share i want to share about when when people when you cup the coffee and you feel astringent you should score lower at which attributes in Asia, in China, Taiwan, here, people are bit have different voice. Mm -hmm. Some people say we should lower at uh, aftertaste. Some people say if you taste astringent, you should lower at body. The body size says because body means tactile, and astringent is not flavor. It's the 
mouth feeling, so you should lower score at a body. But people support uh, at the after test site, they said you don't feel any stringent when you mouth with liquid. You don't feel dry. You don't. You, you must don't. You, you don't feel astringent when coffee in your mouth. You only feel it after you swallow it or you spit it. So you should lower the deduct point at the aftertaste. I think probably both sides is correct because there's an article on internet says how we feel people feel the astringent. There's a protein and uh, our saliva is mm -hmm. just like a lubricant. Mm -hmm. It's cover your mouth, cover your tongues. So when you're talking, you're swallowing, your mouth and your tongue don't have friction. Mm -hmm. And then this this uh, astringent uh, protein, they it's just like a, a soap to wash your to your mouth, just like uh, you use a soap to wash the the wet uh, fat dish. And uh, when you drink it one time, it's wash your mouth again, so you, you remove your saliva, so you feel a little bit dryness. At the first sip, and uh, you keep taste the astringent coffee. This protein not just wash and you it to accumulate more on your mouth, mm -hmm. and uh, to certain level of uh, concentration, it would be like to stimulate and or shrink your mouth, so you feel uh, puckery or shrinkage. Mm -hmm. So I tell students. If you taste the coffee, astringency is low or medium low level, I usually just deduct at the uh, astringent. But when the astringency uh, is median or medium high or above, at that time, when you have coffee in your mouth, it, you, you can start to feel the roughness and or granny. At that time, I would deduct both aftertaste and the body. Coming from that's what I explain people mostly in Taiwan and China this this area. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Damon and Addy. Yeah, I think. Well, this is what I like about meeting other instructors. Actually, learned a lot from Damon this morning. Right. Uh, <laughs> thanks for thanks for thanks. having this opportunity, Kinta. <laughs> yes. No. No. Thank you both. I agree. <laughs> well, basically. Cupping teach me how to be fair. And I always keep telling this to, to my students. I mean, sometimes when we find a defect or something that is not great and we, we tend to punish everything, mm -hmm. basically saying that, oh, you're so bad, I'm gonna make you suffer. <laughs> but then there's one person who I adore much. Uh, Manuel Diaz actually told me that, no, you, you have to be fair. Mm -hmm. You punish it where the fault is. Mm -hmm. If you think that, it affects the flavors, just punish the flavors, don't punish the other one. Mm -hmm. And it makes me, when I cup, usually I rush, it makes me cup slower. Mm. And I think cupping slower is probably a good idea. It's not a competition. Pace yourself and enjoy it. I mean, the, the fun part of cupping for me is discovering these new things, these beautiful notes. Also learning how to control yourself when you find something that is not great. And it's a journey. Right. Every cup will tell you a different story. 
not in one set. If what if it fits in one set and every cup tell you a different story, then you're screwed. But every <laughs> cupping session will give you a different story. Right. And I mentioned earlier that uh, I have this story about party. Mm-hmm. Most people in Indonesia, especially the older gentlemen mm-hmm. or ladies, they, they like big bodies. Mm-hmm. And whenever they, they have this coffee that is sort of like medium to low body, mm-hmm. they, they tend to punch it because it's not what they think coffee should taste like. Right. And on the other hand, the younger copper, younger coffee drinker, the one, especially the one that roasts uh, fancy coffee from Panama and everything, Whenever they have this thick uh, coffee, uh, that big body, slightly rough, they also gonna punish it because for them it's not great. Their benchmark is this beautiful coffee from Panama. I know that we are we're not supposed to know where the coffee came from, but in my opinion, we should give them a benefit of a doubt. Don't punish if it if it doesn't suit what you normally drinks don't punch it right away yeah I, I would i would agree so in you know as as you both know i'm not a cute grader or really a cupper <laughs> but i can recall a very interesting experience myself in terms of body so when i first started working at sca at then sea i think at that point it was 2014 15 and uh, there were, you know, clearly just a ton of, of washed uh, coffees out. But that was when I think naturals really started to come, you know, into the market. And I remember having uh, a few naturals. And at first, like the knee jerk reaction is it's so different, right? And so you're so used to sort of different flavors, different feeling about how you perceive the coffee. However, I, I'm, this is with all food or anything I consume. I, I try things many times <laughs> over and over again to try to, to, to really dis- decide if it's good or bad. And, and ultimately I, I learned to really love and appreciate, you know, body in a coffee, as you said, especially from, from learning about the cupping form and, and what Q graders do, you're, you're trying to assess a coffee based on these 10 attributes, right? It, it's not about your preference, it's about what the coffee is is saying to you. And so I think that is a really important differentiation between in you know coffee preference and, and cupping. Do, do you agree? And then maybe I'm getting this wrong. <laughs> no, you're right. I mean, uh, part of the job of a grader is to relay the story of the coffee to the buyer or to the processor. Mm-hmm. So, Either the the buyer can buy it at a proper price. Doesn't mean that it always have to be high. Mm-hmm. But at a proper price, because if the co- if the coffee quality is not that great, then price shouldn't be that high, right? And uh, for the people who own the coffee, if there's something wrong with the coffee, or if they want to improve the coffee, they actually have a have a stepping point where they can analyze and make plan on how to make the coffee quality better. Right. Exactly. Well, thank you both. I mean, I am always within just such honor to be to learn from from everyone. And as you said, Addie, I think it's a a testament that this community, especially amongst instructors, is is it's constantly evolving. We're learning from each other, and you're talking to each other, 
and gaining new perspective and experiences. So I, I, I want to go ahead and say thank you both for your time. Of course, your knowledge, your commitment, and of course, helping us all learn something new today. So for more information about Coffee Quality Institute, please visit our website, www.coffeeinstitute.org. We hope you enjoyed our podcast today, and we look forward to you the next time. Thank you very much.